Hello, hello. How are you, my beautiful gluten-free people? Welcome back to the Eat Gluten-Free With Me podcast. I have taken a little bit of a break from the podcast just because there's been some crazy life events happening. Um, My best friend from Colorado came home, so I was busy with her. I've also just been crazy busy with TikTok and creating a bunch of content, doing some exciting, exciting brand deals um, to help you guys out. And there's actually one coming up that's going to be a support group. So I've been really working on that. And then we have the 4th of July weekend and I just needed a weekend to literally chill and do nothing. If you want to know something personal about me, it's that I don't ever stop. My life keeps going 24-7. I have four jobs right now. Um, and, and I work a nine to five and people are like, Oh, why do you have so many jobs? Do you need it? I'm like, no, I don't need it. But would I rather be sitting here doing nothing or would I rather be meeting new people at these jobs and having fun and making money while doing it, I guess. Um, so yeah, I'm the queen of not being able to sit still. And then I finally got a chance to sit still and I was like, yeah, you should probably take that (laughs) because, um, sometimes I burn myself out a little bit but I don't want to be burnt out for you guys because I enjoy this a lot and sometimes I just need a little bit of a break which is okay and same goes for you you know if you've been working really hard at something it's okay to take a break come back stronger than ever that's how it works out ladies and gents also if you guys have any podcast recommendations of topics that you want me to cover Feel free to go to my Instagram at eat.glutenfreewithme and send me all the podcast ideas in the world because lately I've been thinking to myself, sorry if it's windy, I'm on a walk right now, and sometimes I get hung up because I'm like, I don't know what people want me to talk about. Like, I know what I can talk about, but I want to do and talk about what you guys want to hear and questions that you guys have things on. So if you have any recommendations... Please slide them into my DMs because obviously I want to make the content that you guys want to hear. Also, if you guys aren't already following me on my main platform, which is TikTok, um, I post daily videos and tips and tricks and outfit ideas for girls who have tummy issues, aka meaning bloated. If you're looking for different recipe ideas or you just want to learn a little bit more about what celiac disease is and what the common signs and symptoms are if you're just getting diagnosed, I would check me out at, well, I mean you can check me out. (laughs) That sounded funny. Okay. (laughs) If you want to see my everyday videos, tips and tricks, outfit ideas and recipes, you can follow me at Eat Gluten Free With Me. And if you want every day, every action, every move, um, I always post on my IG story, so you can give me a follow at eat.glutenfreewithme. And if you haven't already, if you could leave a review on if you've listened to past podcasts and you've enjoyed them, um, if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify saying if you enjoyed it or things that I can improve on, I read through all of those, so that is greatly appreciated. So today I wanted to talk about all things diet, because let's be real. When having celiac, IBS, and Crohn's, my life is all dependent on what I eat in the day. What I eat in the day determines my symptoms and how I'm going to feel. And sometimes I can't eat perfectly, like today, which I'll talk about in a minute. And sometimes it's a mental challenge to make sure that I'm eating the right things And I experience this guilt when I don't because then I experience these symptoms that literally debilitate me. And, you know, it kind of ruins my entire day. But I want to go through different foods that I find that make my stomach feel great and leave me feeling symptom-free. Obviously, this is different for everyone versus different foods that I find that cause me a lot of pain, Um, which some... I happened to eat today, and now I'm in extreme pain. <laughs> so, if I sound a little off in this podcast, that is why that is the case. Because I'm currently on a bloat walk. So my bloat walk is a walk that I take when I'm having extreme IBS symptoms. So, I try to take these 
low impact walks to help decrease my symptoms because low impact workouts are supposed to help them, you know, seize and improve a little bit, decrease that gas. So that's currently what I'm trying to do. Obviously, um, I was going to go to a yoga class tonight, but, you know, my body right now needs rest and it needs time to kind of heal itself because it is hurting very badly. <laughs> I wanted to focus on taking you through what I eat every single day this week, starting Monday through Sunday, or um, yeah, I'll post this on Monday. So Monday through Sunday, just so that you guys can get a little glimpse of what I eat every day for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Hopefully that will be able to give you some ideas of different meals that you can start incorporating into your own diet if you are doing gluten-free for celiac, IBS, or Crohn's. I just had to laugh to myself because I'm recording this podcast on the bike path. So people just keep like walking by me and running by me and biking by me. And I'm just like, just like recording a podcast, you know, <laughs> that's life. I just want to like run into someone and then, and then have them be like, oh my God, I have celiac. I'm like, oh my God, no way. Join my little gluten-free community. <laughs> that would make my day. <laughs> I think I'm also going to go over my movement and exercises that I do every day because diet and exercise and physical activity for me 100% are correlated to how I feel. It's just not diet alone. Like diet alone will not make me feel a certain way. It probably affects me 75% of the time, but what I do every day for my exercise and my stress levels and all of that also affects how my stomach feels, how I'm digesting, and yeah, affects my everyday life. Today is Tuesday night. So I am going to run you back to yesterday morning. Should we pretend like it was yesterday morning? Okay, let's do this. Oh my God, good morning, my beautiful people. How are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm not good at pretending like it's yesterday morning, but let's just pretend that we just woke up and that we just worked out because that's what I normally do in the morning. Um, so yesterday morning I woke up and I was freaking exhausted. I had hung out with my friend from Colorado the night before and I stayed up past my bedtime, which Lauren does not do. <laughs> when it is 10 o'clock, Lauren's in bed. Because if I don't, if I don't go to bed at my bedtime, my, my schedule is ruined. Because I usually get up around 5 a.m. to work out. So, Monday morning, I got up at like 6. And I was really freaking tired. So, I just started to work right away. So, I worked till about... 9 or 10 and then um, I had breakfast so let's go through that so Monday morning for breakfast I had about a cup no three-fourths cup or half a cup of low-fat plain yogurt from Chobani and I topped that with some protein powder this one, I did use Arbonne protein powder, which is gluten-free, certified gluten-free, but I've been hearing some sketchy things about it, but it just tastes so good sometimes, and I had it in my pantry, and I was like, mm, ow, I just got bit by something, okay, that hurt, <laughs> um, ah, there's like a bug attacking me, this is what happens when I walk on the bike path, because it's super woodsy, and I get attacked by strange animals and bugs. It's funny because I feel like I'm FaceTiming someone right now because I'm just like talking with my headphones on into my phone. But it's just me talking and nobody's responding. So I hope you feel like you're FaceTiming me because that's the vibe I'm going for right now. You can hear the, you can hear the birds chirping in the background. <laughs> People biking by me. <laughs> I love it. Love the nature vibes. Okay, so I have about three-fourths cups, three-fourths cup of low-fat plain yogurt from Chobani. It's literally just grade A plain yogurt with um, different bacteria in it. Nothing else, no pectin or anything like that, no additives. And then I did just a little, I don't do a scoop of protein powder, I just do like a spoonful um, into my yogurt and I mix it around. Again, I was saying I used the Arbonne one. It does have like a lot more ingredients than I would like for it to have in a protein powder, but I just had it in my pantry and it tastes yummy. But I've been hearing some things that 
our bronze protein powders has like a lot of metal in it or something like that. Don't quote me on that. I haven't done my research on it. I don't want to know. So, so many of our foods have such terrible ingredients in it. And I get so consumed in it because I want to nourish my body with the most good, the most nutritious food. And, you know, I like the Arborium protein powder sometimes. It makes me kind of feel like shit sometimes, but I just, I'm just going to ignore that one. So I had the chocolate Arborium protein powder. And then I topped that with um, about a quarter cup or one third cup of frozen blueberries, which is technically low FODMAP. I think half a cup of blueberries is low FODMAP. And I put a sprinkle of, I would say about eight or so almonds and a sprinkle of raw cacao nibs. And that was my breakfast. I think I originally started off with like one third cup of yogurt and then I had more. So that doesn't fill you up have a little bit more there is nothing wrong about having more than one portion size I always eat till I'm completely satisfied because if you don't satisfy your hunger then you're just going to binge eat more things which I have learned in the past so I always nourish my body with whatever it wants then about an hour after I had breakfast I had a lot of energy so I decided to go on a run and I ran about say a mile or so and after that I did a weight training class on an app called Health House. I know I have talked about this on my IG stories before but basically Health House is just like an LA fitness company um, and they do an at-home workout series and I started it during COVID like two or three years ago and I've kind of you can do it you can pay by monthly or you can do it yearly, which is probably cheaper, but sometimes I go in and out of wanting to do different workout plans. So I pay for this monthly and I cancel it whenever I don't wanna use it, but I bought, an, I bought another subscription again. So I've been doing that. They have a lot of weight focused workouts. They also have some HIIT workouts. And the workouts absolutely destroy me. They're so good. They leave me like sweating so badly and I absolutely love them. You get a little bit of you can do like full body workouts, you can do arm focused, butt focused, leg focused, all of that good stuff, or just cardio focused too. I did notice that a little bit after breakfast, I was feeling bloated. Um, I've been having some issues with yogurt lately. I recently reintroduced dairy back into my diet and I haven't really noticed an issue with hard cheeses, but I've been struggling with yogurt. so. I used to eat plant-based yogurt and I realized all of the additives that I had in it. So I was like, you know, I'm going to try dairy yogurt again, low fat, and I was feeling really good. So I started to eat that every day for breakfast and lately it's been bothering me again. What I've noticed with my IBS is I might be able to handle dairy yogurt once every three days, but if I eat it every day, it starts to become an issue. I guess my body just hates repetition and it kind of, I think it says it takes like 24 to 48 hours for food to get out of your system. And I think it's kind of stacking too much on top, too much dairy one after the other. So I think I got to start spreading it out or try eliminating it again and see if I feel a little bit better. But I did have a yogurt for breakfast. I noticed slight bloating after that. So probably should have took that into account, but I didn't. <laughs> Because I'm not perfect. You know, sometimes, yeah, yogurt makes me feel like shit, but it also tastes really good. So it's like, sometimes I just eat it because it tastes good. So I say that because I had it again this morning, and it also caused me to get bloated all over again. So in my head, I should have, like, obviously not ate it, but it tasted good, so I ate it again. <laughs> so going back to my workout, after I worked out, I felt great. I didn't feel bloated anymore. It kind of had gone away. And then I had for lunch... Uh, frittata, I think that's what it's called, or it might be focata. I don't really know what it's called. My mom made it. Basically, it was a quiche with no crust, so it was all egg-based, and it was filled with tomato, uh, spinach, basil, and I think a little bit of mozzarella cheese. So I had two slices of that, and then I had a little arugula salad, 
So I took arugula and I never eat arugula raw because that's really hard on the stomach. So instead of having raw arugula, I massaged the arugula. And you might have heard of this before, like massaged kale and kind of been like, what does that mean? So basically what that means is you're gonna take your lettuce of choice, arugula, kale, spinach, whatever that is, and you sprinkle a little bit of olive oil on that. And I do lemon juice and salt as well because it helps to break down that, the hardiness of that green. And so I had the arugula with the olive juice, not the olive juice, I had the arugula with the olive oil, lemon juice, salt, and a little bit of pepper. Stir that all together, and then I chopped up some basil, mixed that in with the arugula, and then I sprinkled some dried cranberries, and what else did I do in that? I think dried cranberries, and I think I did almonds, and that was delicious. I felt great after that. I had about two pieces of that crustless egg quiche. I'm not sure what the exact name of it is, so I'm just going to call it that. And eggs always leave me feeling really good. I know like some people, eggs make them feel terrible. So I think it's just like a personal preference of what your body likes and what sits well with you. So obviously if eggs don't sit well with you, I don't recommend eating them. But that's what I had about, that's what I had for lunch. And I always make sure to stay hydrated. I always start off my day with my huge jug of water. Um, I just leave it by me every day. I'm always known as the girl who always has the water bottle. Like in high school, I would always have my water bottle and if it was unfilled or I didn't have it, I felt like I was gonna have a panic attack. <laughs> I guess I'm just a really hydrated person. And whenever I don't have my water with me, I feel so parched. So always hydrate, that always makes you feel more energized and that helps your skin, helps your body digest. Water is just so, so good for so many reasons. I did have some snacks yesterday. Yesterday was just kind of an off day as well as today with what I normally eat, but I think it's really important to highlight these days because nobody's perfect. I don't think everyone always eats an anti-inflammatory diet or sticks to whatever diet that makes them feel best because sometimes life doesn't work that way. Um, the past two days have been kind of out of my routine because um, my friend was also home, so I wasn't as focused on what I was eating as I normally would be. So. I went over to her house and I had some corn chips, which normally I wouldn't eat either because corn does tend to bother my stomach, but I did have some corn chips. I also beforehand had a oatmeal um, breakfast bar from the Honest Weight Food Co-op, which is near my house, and it's basically a organic local food store that I go to, and they do make gluten-free baked goods, and they're so yummy, they don't have any refined sugar or added sugar. So I got one of those because I haven't had one in a really, really long time and I got some um, grass-fed beef there and it's grass-finished too, which I haven't ever seen in my area. So I was super excited to get that. So I was like, oh man, I got to pick up an oatmeal raisin bar that I really love to eat. It's basically oatmeal with some walnuts and raisins and it's just so good. So I had to pick one of those, pick up one of those and I didn't end up really eating a solid lunch because when I had that um, crustless quiche that was about like 12 and this was about 5 so I hadn't eaten anything for a really long time which I never suggest doing because then that is when you eat a lot at once and that causes a lot of my IBS symptoms. So after work I did some more physical activity which I always love to make sure that I move my body more than once a day because it makes me feel really good it makes my body feel good. If I could move 24 hours a day, I seriously would. Like the days where I'm very active are the days that I feel the best. The days where I'm sitting and working are the days that I feel like crap. Which is why I don't love a nine to five because as a digital marketer, I spend a lot of time on a computer and that doesn't really suit my, um, my ailments and my diseases. But for now, you know, we gotta make money somehow. So that is what has to happen. But I do love days where I can get in some more physical activity than usual. So I decided to take a swim, which I already mentioned makes my body feel amazing. And I played some cornhole with my friend. And after that, for dinner, I had a pork skewer. Um, well, before I go into what I eat for dinner, there's a lot of times where I'm super busy and, you know, I'm really exhausted at night and I don't want to go and make my own gluten-free dinner. My household is completely gluten, like my family eats gluten and they don't eat the way I eat because I have to avoid garlic and onion and 
they want to enjoy those things, and I completely understand. So a lot of times when my mom cooks, like, all her food isn't IBS-friendly, but sometimes I just eat it because I'm too tired to make my own food, or I just, I just really don't want to. So that's kind of what I did last night. Um, she made pork skewers, and they had pepper, zucchini, and peaches on them. Um, ooh, do you hear that frog? <laughs> Anyways, um, peaches are not IBS friendly, and I definitely felt that afterward. Um, I had peaches two days in a row. I had them on Sunday night, too, and they bothered my stomach as well. But again, I ate them because I love peaches, and sometimes it's really hard for me to cut out these foods that I really do love to eat because peaches are nutritious and they are healthy, but they give me terrible symptoms. And for my side, I actually had a local... Um, farmer's Market Asian Greens, which I had never had before, and they were absolutely, absolutely so delicious, and those were just sautéed in olive oil. And for dinner, I ended up eating two cookies as well because, again, I went to that local co-op, and they had chocolate chip cookies made with almond flour, and almond flour doesn't really bother me because that's paleo. So those actually sat well with me. I think what caused my symptoms after dinner, because I did have some bloating, was the peaches because again those are no they're not low FODMAP. So in no means was Monday a perfect day of anti-inflammatory eating. If anything it was a very high inflammatory day of eating and I felt the effects of that and I think those effects kind of carried over into Tuesday. Um, but it's okay you know. You're not going to be perfect. There's going to be days where you go on vacation and you can't control if there's garlic and onion in your food and that's okay and there's no reason to feel guilty for that. And I think that's something that I really struggle with. You know, in my head, I'm like, God, Lauren, if only you just stuck to the diet, you would feel great. But that's not life. You know, life isn't always enjoying anti-inflammatory foods. You know, I don't really like dragon fruit. I don't like papaya. I don't like a lot of anti-inflammatory, you know, fruits. And it's really hard to not eat grains all the time even gluten-free grains, and it's really hard to only stick to certain vegetables when I'm really tired and my mom makes other vegetables that are inflammatory, you know? Sometimes you can't really control what life is throwing at you, or you can control it, but you choose to not follow the direction that you should move in, and that's okay. Tomorrow's a new day. Next week is a new week, and you can always fix these bad habits that you're in. Or you can choose to just accept the consequences, which is what I do, you know? I chose to eat inflammatory yesterday, and now I accept the consequences of doing that. Because mentally, you know, I enjoyed the food that I ate, even though it did leave me to feel not so great on the inside. I also just told this to somebody. Um, it's really hard for me to eat intuitively when, you know, my body knows what it wants to eat, but it's not IBS friendly, because that's what I did yesterday. I ate intuitively. I ate what I wanted to eat. I ate what was available, and it led me to feel really, really sick. Um, so that's, I did do a whole episode on like an ED and eating disorder and how celiac disease did give me some sort of an eating disorder. And it's why it's very common. It's because I can't eat intuitively without feeling very sick. So that's something that I also struggle with as well. But going into Tuesday, I also did choose to eat intuitively again. And, um, I am feeling the consequence right now, man, but so for Monday morning, I did start out with yogurt again. Um, I probably, I'm, I'm not going to do that tomorrow because, again, it's caused me to feel very sick the past couple days. But I did the same breakfast as the day before. I did about three-fourths cup of low-fat plain yogurt from Chobani, except today I did vanilla protein powder. Um, I also put cashews on there, which are inflammatory. And I did about one-third cup of blueberries again. Um, I actually felt kind of okay after eating it. I did experience a little bit of bloating. It's kind of hit or miss with yogurt. Sometimes I feel great, other times I don't. Um, and I didn't feel great, great after today, but I didn't feel absolutely disgusting. Again, I was a little bit out of my routine this week. And I stayed up very late last night with my friend, and we had a big bonfire. So when I woke up today at 6 a.m., I realized I slept through my alarm. <laughs> and when I woke up, it was 8.15 and I start work at 9 and I was like, holy crap. So no workout this morning for me. I was really feeling lethargic, so I decided to listen to my body and just take a rest day, which again is so important. I always listen to my body when it comes to working out. If I'm too tired, then I'm not working out. 
But if I feel good and I feel like I want to go for a run, then I'll go for a run. And today I chose a rest day because I was feeling very fatigued and very tired. And I didn't want to push my body more than it already was being pushed with having eaten a lot of inflammatory foods yesterday. Actually, you know, now that we're talking about what I ate for breakfast, some people, some of you might be thinking like, oh, I do want to put protein powder in my smoothie or in my yogurt. Um, and I do have a protein powder that is actually very clean and very good for your digestive health. There is an influencer, her name is Bethany, and she made a protein powder called New Zest. And it actually has, it's only like, it's only got like three ingredients. It's literally so clean. And I saw it at the grocery store the other day and I almost bought it. Um, but I have a little bit left at home. And it has L-glutamine in it, which is great for people with IBS. Bethany is actually someone who suffers from severe IBS. And she actually almost died from it. So she's someone that I really trust when it comes to creating a product. Because she, I know she's in the best interest for anyone who has celiac or IBS. If you are interested in trying that product or learning more about it, you can go to newzest.com. It's N-U-Z-E-S-T.com. And you can use Lauren15, I think it is, for 15% um, off of your order. When it comes to what I ate today for lunch, again, it was inflammatory. And I actually ended up having a sandwich. I had about, no, I had two pieces of char gluten-free bread and I had some homemade pesto that I made on that. I made pesto with no onion and no garlic and then I put some microgreens, some avocado, some tomato, and some organic turkey slices. I had some bolder um, potato chips and they're super clean chips. They're literally just potatoes, olive oil, and salt. I highly suggest them. You can get like a massive bag at Sam's Club. They're super yummy. Hopefully those are low FODMAP. There's no reason why potatoes, um, olive oil, and salt wouldn't be. Chips in general don't always leave me feeling the best. And then I had an apple with cashew butter and raw cacao nibs. I think that is what do me, did me in for feeling really sick right now. I am feeling extremely bloated right now. My stomach, it doesn't look like it's very bloated, but it hurts so bad. It feels like, it feels like I'm nine months pregnant. And I, as you can kind of tell right now, I feel really out of breath, even though I'm like always going to Orange Theory and running so much every day and rowing. Like when I feel this symptom, these symptoms from my IBS, I get so out of breath so easily. I am also really fatigued, so I'm recording this podcast, and I walked about three miles away from my home. Sorry, I'm next to a dog park right now, and they're making weird noises. But um, I walked about three miles from my home, and I almost had to call my parents to pick me up, but I'm just trying to chug home because I'm really lethargic, and I'm really fatigued right now. was feeling super nauseous. I almost couldn't stand earlier because I felt so fatigued and just so, so out of it. Super brain foggy because... When I get an IBS flare, it also flares my symptoms for my other diseases. So when I get an IBS flare, it, fr it flares my celiac symptoms. So I am not really feeling up to eating dinner just because I'm feeling really, really sick. Um, honestly, it's hard to walk right now. <laughs> I'm struggling to get home, but I am making my way downtown. So I don't remember if I already mentioned this, but I'm really not feeling up to eating dinner. In my head, I know I should, but I'm just feeling really, really sick. Um, so what I'm probably going to do, because I know it's not good to skip a meal, is go to Whole Foods and get some bone broth and just sip on that. It's really packed with nutrients, it's packed with a lot of um, great digestive enzymes for your gut, and it is packed with protein. I'm not recommending this as a meal replacement, but if you're feeling really sick and the other option is to not eat anything, I do, rep I do recommend having like a protein smoothie or having bone broth to substitute the protein of a meal only because I really know what it's like to not want to eat food because your stomach is hurting so bad. And I don't suggest that you aggravate and make your symptoms worse by having a meal if it's not what your body wants. I was going to head to a yoga class tonight because I really thought moving my body would be a good way to help overcome my symptoms right now. But after thinking about it, I realized all my body needs right now is rest. So when I get back from my walk, I'm going to lay on the couch and put Netflix on. I'm not going to make a TikTok. I'm not going to do work because I'm just, I really need to recover right now. Um, so if you're feeling the same, I recommend you just sit down, grab a book, read, drink some peppermint tea, 
which is what I should also go get from the grocery store right now. Just focus on making yourself feel better because you're the priority. You are the only one that can make yourself feel better. I know you might want other people's sympathy, but they sadly won't understand what you're going through. Or they might say, I hope you feel better. But obviously, you know, what you're looking for is comfort. And you're the only person who can truly comfort yourself. Hello, beautiful people. Guess what? I'm back. And I'm not feeling sick anymore. And I'm in such a more positive headspace. And it's crazy how... I mean, they always say mind-gut connection. When my gut's feeling terrible, my mind feels terrible. And then I feel like I spew out negative energy. But guess what? I am feeling really great, and I'm going to walk you through everything that I did to flip around my symptoms that I was having on Monday and Tuesday. Um, Today's Thursday, so yesterday I felt absolutely amazing, and today that amazingness is continuing. So what did I do differently? Well, I am here to spill the tea who values transparency that is exactly what i'm going to give you right now because i'm not here to sit here and lie about what the things that i do that try to make me feel better like bloat doesn't just go away overnight all of that jazz um but there are different things that i did so tuesday night i didn't eat dinner i know i said previously that you know you shouldn't skip a meal have bone broth i physically was feeling so sick i the thought of even eating anything was not sounding appetizing and I just felt like it was going to aggravate what was already happening it had already it was like what 10 o'clock when I got home and I was like it's not worth even eating anything because it's just going to make my stomach worse so instead of having a meal I actually didn't have bone broth either I would just burn myself <laughs> um so I ended up just having ginger tea with lemon juice and that sufficed because even after having a little bit of that I was feeling like my stomach was kind of like gurgly after so I didn't want to upset it more so I ended up just skipping dinner altogether do I advise skipping a meal no never but that's just how my body was feeling and I wanted to be transparent about that so if you sometimes have to skip a meal because of the way you're feeling that's okay but don't skip meals when you're hungry like if you're physically hungry and you want to eat you should always be nourishing your body and fooling fueling your body with food. Tuesday night, I kind of took into account how I was feeling and everything that was in my pantry, and I knew if I didn't prepare anything in advance that I would end up having yogurt again, and as you had seen the last two days, my stomach really wasn't happy with the low-fat plain plain yogurt that I had been eating, and even though it normally made my stomach feel okay, it wasn't feeling good after eating that. And I was having fruit, and I was like, you know, we need to totally switch this up. Your symptoms are going to remain the same if you continue to eat foods that you are noticing that are causing symptoms. So on Wednesday, if I again were to have yogurt with fruit, I already know I was going to cause bloating. So I needed to switch all of that around. And I somehow wanted to incorporate more veggies into my diet. So I did it through making a zucchini quinoa and what else was in it zucchini quinoa and almond flour granola bar um because when i wake i usually wake up around 5 a.m and i go to work out and i'm not really that hungry around that time so i wanted to make something that was kind of packed with a veggie as well as a good um carb before i work out and protein and this granola bar was filled with all three i have a feeling that i'm going to be remaking these granola bars so i will when i do that i will create a reel and post it on my tiktok and my instagram so that you guys can have that recipe but i can go over a little bit what was in it it was one full shredded zucchini with one cup of cooked quinoa a little bit of maple syrup i think there was cinnamon baking soda and that might a little bit of salt maybe and i think that was it really minimal refined sugar quinoa is one of the only greens that actually sits well with me quinoa and millet i notice don't bother my stomach but like potatoes sometimes bother my stomach butternut squash sits really well with me so i wanted to incorporate a grain that i knew that was going to sit well with my stomach so on wednesday morning i woke up and i oh actually in those bars i did include the endangered species oat milk um dark chocolate mini chocolate chips and those are freaking amazing let me tell you i am so glad that i had those and they are the perfect amount like you don't want a large chocolate chip in your granola bar ah so good so if you are looking for certified gluten-free chocolate i literally probably have like 50 chocolate bars of theirs in every single flavor and they're all certified gluten-free 
and all of um 10% of the profits goes to helping wildlife which i really love and anything to help the environment and to help the wildlife is so amazing so definitely check them out the brand is endangered species so after i had my granola bar i actually headed out to orange theory did a really freaking hard class man my ass cheeks are literally so sore like i i cannot even like lie about it like i'm on a walk right now and my butt is like screaming <laughs> which is why I slept in this morning. I literally couldn't get up to work out. But, um, so after Orange Theory, I wasn't hungry for a little bit of time. You should always eat after a workout. But again, I'm a really, I'm really in touch with my body and I always listen to how I feel. If I'm not hungry, I'm not going to force myself to eat because that's just not right. So I waited a little bit and when it came lunchtime, I decided... Oh my god, I almost just fell. Okay. <laughs> um, I decided that I wanted to eat something light. I'm laughing because there was like a piece of pavement that was higher than I was expecting. And I almost just like fell on my face. So that was great. <laughs> um, anyways, so for lunch, before lunch, I was feeling great. I hadn't had any bloating. was doing great. When I got home from Orange Theory, I always take a jug of water with ice. And I put some apple cider vinegar, like a teaspoon and lemon juice and it's so tasty i like that rather than just drinking plain water all day because i can get boring but i literally don't drink anything other than water i don't drink alcohol other than tea like and matcha i really only drink water um but i do love my iced tea so when it came lunchtime i had a tuna lettuce wrap so basically i take a can of tuna and instead of using mayo, because that can bother some people's stomach because of the egg, you can actually, instead of using mayo, you just smash up an avocado and you use that in replacement of it. And I get unsalted tuna as well. So I put a little salt and pepper, my avocado mashed up, and then one tablespoon of ground stone mustard. I think that's what it's called. Um, it's like the whole mustard seed. Uh, it's so good. I get it from Trader Joe's. Absolutely amazing. And then I mix that all up, and I put a little dill in there as well, fresh dill. Chop that right up, put that in there, mix it all up. It's super tasty. If you've never had canned tuna fish, you have to try it. I know it sounds nasty. You're like, ew, it's in a can. But I swear to God, it's literally so good. And as I just mentioned, I get my tuna from Trader Joe's. I get the unsalted version because you don't need salt. <laughs> you can add as much as you need to on your own just so that you can control the amount of sodium you're intaking. Um, but Trader Joe's has a great canned tuna fish. And then instead of using bread, because I don't have my pacha bread, if anyone has been watching my stories, you know that I've been obsessed with pacha bread. And it is basically a grain-free vegan paleo bread. Um, they're based out of San Diego. I think they're actually going to be joining me on a podcast soon to talk about their company. I'm so excited to share that with you. And the bread is, it's like bloat-free. It's made out of flax and, and flaxseed and buckwheat, I think. And it's so good, but I ran out because I ate it too fast. So lettuce wraps it was. So I grabbed some romaine lettuce. And the romaine lettuce, it's so long that it kind of acts as like a little wrap. So I'll put my tuna down in that. And I had two romaine lettuce wraps with, I think I used the whole can of tuna practically. And on the side, I had about, like, one and a half cups of quinoa. I know it sounds like a lot, but quinoa is a really lightweight grain. So I could probably eat, like, so much quinoa at once. Um, so, yeah. That's what I had for lunch. Then after lunch, I took a little walkie-walk, and I was not feeling bloated again. Like, I was really focusing on moving... Monday and Tuesday, my diet was so inflammatory and my body was having an immune response to it. So if I didn't control my diet and my physical activity and make sure all of that shit got in line, I was going to continue my week and feel like shit. But I was determined to not feel like that because I can't get through my days when I feel like that. It's just, it's absolutely, like I said, mind-body connection. Like when my gut feels like shit, my head's the same way and it sucks and no one wants to live like that. So I went on my little walk after lunch. Walking after eating always helps your digestion kind of move along and it also moves your bowel movements. Um, so if you are constipated, definitely drink your water and go on some walks. 
it'll help everything kind of move through naturally um so after that what did i do oh i got hungry like pretty quickly again i noticed like when i don't have inflammation in my stomach i actually notice getting hungry versus when my body's really inflamed my body feels really full very quickly and i don't get hungry so i've been really focusing this whole day on tuesday to eat really natural foods and therefore i actually got hungry and i love feeling hungry because when i'm inflamed it's not something i actually experience often and i know there's other people that also talk about this as well um if you don't follow her already well by bell is another content creator on tiktok and instagram who also experiences really bad bloating and we had been talking a lot lately and she also mentioned like she doesn't get hungry often when her body is really bloated and inflamed um and i think she's posted that on her story a couple times so just know that if you feel that way you're not alone there are other people in this community that do experience those same symptoms so you're not crazy you're not crazy to not feel hungry it's just kind of part of the response when your body is inflamed it's kind of like okay don't eat anymore because can't handle this right now so for dinner i had grass fed grass finished meat which i have been told is like the best type of meat to get and i went to my local co-op i think it was monday and i've been on the hunt for local meat because i had a traumatizing experience with trader joe's ground chicken like two weeks ago and I was eating their ground chicken like a little burger form and I literally spit out three pieces of bones and literally they almost broke my tooth. It was absolutely disgusting and the thought of eating bones just grossed me out. I couldn't even finish the chicken. I was like, hell no. So ever since then, I'm no longer buying Trader Joe's meat because I can only imagine how they treat their animals. Probably not good. So I went to my local co-op and I've been on the hunt for local fresh farmed meat and I found some um I don't really know how much ground beef normally goes for but mine was like $7.99 and I got three burgers out of it I mean it's obviously more pricier than if you were just gonna buy like normal meat that's not grass-fed or grass-finished but to me it was worth it and let me tell you I could just like taste the difference I could taste that it was just it just tasted so much better than like meat that I would buy at the grocery store or at Trader Joe's. So definitely think it's worth the investment to buy local meat because as they always say, you are what you eat. So if you're going to eat really processed um, hormone fed meat, that's going to translate into how you're feeling as well. So I took my grass fed grass finished meat and I actually made a TikTok on it. I haven't edited it yet, but I put some rosemary, salt, pepper, and thyme, and I mixed that all together. And I made three little burger patties, and I put them on my little inside griddle. If you don't have an inside griddle, I highly recommend. This is something that I take with me when I travel, and it's just so convenient when it's super windy outside, or if you don't have access to a grill, you can still get those grilled char marks. And I got mine from Marshall's, and I absolutely love it. So Again, I didn't have bread, nor did I want to have bread because I knew my body would have an inflammatory response if I did have bread or grains. So again, I pulled out my my romaine lettuce and I used that as a wrap again. So I flattened down my romaine lettuce and I made some pesto that I had in the freezer. What I always do is I make a huge batch of pesto in the summer because my grandma has a garden and she has like uncontrollable amounts of basil i swear it grows like a weed it's crazy so i went over there and i picked like literally like two pounds of basil and i made like so much with it um so i put that in my freezer i just take that out grab a chunk of it put it in the microwave and i spread it right on my lettuce wrap then i put my burger down and i put some tomatoes on top of that um and for my sides i did millet which is a gluten-free natural grain. Millet is one of the only grains that sits well with me again. So just boiled some of that up. It's kind of like couscous. That's how I would describe it. Couscous is not gluten-free, which is the saddest thing ever when I got diagnosed because I love couscous. So I boiled some couscous and I put some salt, pepper, and lemon juice in that and mix it up. I also have a seasoning called foam. Ah! 
I can't talk sometimes, you know? Farmer's poultry. It's like chicken seasoning and... But it's just like a bunch of herbs mixed together. So I also threw that in the millet and then I just stirred that up. And it literally tasted so good because I had it again for lunch today. And another side I did is at the farmer's market last weekend. I saw this guy selling these Asian greens and I was like, what the heck are these? I've never heard of these. And my mom was actually the one who saw them and I'm so glad she did. They're almost like, it's kind of a more bitter lettuce. Um... But anyways, I took those Asian greens and I sauteed them up in um, sesame oil because I like that toasted sesame oil taste. And I chopped up some almonds and I threw that in the Asian greens as well. So I had that all for dinner. And again, I did not feel bloated at all. I felt really amazing after. I did have another zucchini bar for dessert because I haven't had time to really make anything sweet. And I didn't eat any fruit yesterday because fruit is just causing me a lot of inflammation. My thing with fruit is like, I love fruit. I could eat fruit like that's it. Only fruit. And it's so terrible for me because once I have one piece of fruit, I like can't control the rest of how much I have. And um, I'm a sweet tooth. I just love sweets. And it causes so much inflammation in my body. So I know if I have like a strawberry, then that means I'm going to have 10 strawberries. And that's high FODMAP and it's going to cause inflammation. So I just find it better if I just don't eat fruit at all. Obviously, there are going to be times where I eat fruit. Um, but I'm going to try to limit it to like one to two days a week. Because, I mean, I eat too much fruit. Let's be real, I do. But, um, yeah. So that was yesterday, and I felt amazing. Woke up this morning, didn't have any bloating again. I felt like kind of like revised, like re-energized. I just felt like really refreshed, and I didn't feel like puffy. My skin wasn't inflamed, like my face wasn't like puffy, like my eyes were like normal. I just felt like so much better, not carrying all like that water weight on my body. So when I woke up this morning, I, again, I say I normally wake up at 5 a.m., Today I woke up at 8.30. I was really stinking tired. I rolled out of bed and went like straight to work because I started work at 9. I did not have any time to like walk or do any sort of exercise, which is okay. Like sometimes your body just needs rest and that's exactly what I needed. And that's completely okay. So again, I've been trying to eat a lot of, I want to try to eat more breakfasts that incorporate vegetables and aren't going to spike my blood sugar levels because I've been talking to some other influencers and people in you know having the same symptoms as myself with the bloating and everything and they say that if your blood sugar levels don't spike with like your first meal or meals in general it'll lead to less bloating which I obviously believe that because anytime I start a meal with like fruit like the yogurt and fruit causes you know that's a lot of sugar so your blood sugar levels will spike and then I always have bloating so I see the connection between high blood sugar level and bloating so this morning I had another zucchini granola bar with a side of microgreens two boiled eggs and half an avocado with nutritional yeast and salt again I felt great I also again had my jug of water with my ice lemon juice and apple cider vinegar felt amazing still feel amazing and then for lunch I just kind of I didn't really do much today I had tons of work to do so I was just working on my computer and then for lunch I again had the same thing as I had for dinner for last night so I had the lettuce wrap with the pesto a burger I put microgreens on this one as well and two pieces of sliced tomato and then I had a side of Mila again with the lemon salt pepper and the farmer's poultry seasoning and i'm on a walk right now now it's present time brought you up to speed (laughs) and i'm still feeling really really good um i have like a little bit of bloating right now but i think that's just like natural after eating bloating it doesn't feel like uncomfortable pain bloating that i normally experience so i'm really happy and i know i talked about this last night on my instagram story but It's just crazy how much connection there is between the foods you put in your body and the inflammation response that they give to your body and how you feel on the outside. You know, 
a lot of doctors are like, oh, diet doesn't affect this autoimmune disease or this disease or this disease. But personally, from my experience, diet affects everything. If I go out to eat and have a garlic onion, I feel like shit. So it's like, for me, diet is everything. Exercise and physically moving my body to make sure it feels best is everything. And this is going off topic, but being able to live this lifestyle is very difficult when it comes to being able to work. And I'm going to create, I just had someone ask me to create a whole podcast on how I'm able to work a full-time nine-to-five job and you know, take care of my health and prioritize the way I eat and prioritize how I move my body. And it's something that's very difficult to balance because I swear there's only 24 hours in a day and I need 48 hours in a day. Like, we got to switch this up because there's not enough time to be able to meal prep and create all these recipes that sit well with my body and not be able to go out to eat and, like, still feel good. So that's something, a totally separate subject that I could go into and I'm going to go into. Um, but I just kind of wanted to mention it here. I'm on my lunch walk right now. Have to get back to work soon. But I will fill you in on the rest of my meals for Thursday, which is today. And I think tomorrow will probably be the last day. Just Friday. I'm not sure what I'm doing this weekend. I might be going to New York City. So maybe I'll include that. Oop, as I almost fall again. What the heck, Lauren? Um, but I have a feeling my food schedule is going to be all wacky and if I go to New York. Which will probably be good to be talked about, good to talk about, because I think it is important to show those off days, and to show like what a natural day of eating intuitively would look like, when I'm not home and when I'm not in control of what I am eating. So yeah, I will keep you posted with tonight's sitter and all tomorrow's goodness of foods. And we're back again for our last. When did I end this? Thursday. This podcast is like four podcasts in one because I'm just starting on different days, but I want to make sure that I get every meal that I eat to you guys, even if I can't do it that day. So I think we're backing up to Thursday's dinner, I think. I'm having like a memory loss right now, but um, so guys, I don't know, like this anti-inflammatory API diet is literally the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. I have not been bloated since, when was last time? I can't even remember. Was it Sunday or Monday or Tuesday? I can't remember, but ever since I started eating anti-inflammatory and haven't picked up a bag of anything processed in the grocery store, making all my things homemade, like pesto, my crackers, everything from scratch, I've been feeling like so good. And I haven't been bloated once. Like, I woke up this morning and I almost cried because I haven't felt this good in literally, like, years, probably. And it just is a coincidence that I'm recording a What I Eat in a Week while feeling this way. Because this is not usually how I do feel. But I'm really glad that I can start this podcast feeling really inflamed and not feeling great. And that I can end it with foods that help me transition out of that phase. Um, Because I think that's super important for you. And being able to understand if you're going through these similar symptoms, how you can kind of take it in control and reverse them. Because I'm here to tell you it's literally possible. Because that is what I experienced this week. And I I can't believe it. Like, I'm literally, like, shook. Before I get into what I ate for Thursday night and then all day yesterday and this morning, I want to kind of go over the things that I changed. In terms of my diet, kind of reversed my symptoms of going from being very bloated and having a lot of abdominal pain and that affecting how I felt like your mind and your gut are connected. So feeling very groggy and just not feeling like myself. And now that's completely reversed and I've been feeling absolutely amazing. I haven't been bloated, haven't had abdominal pain. It's very windy out, so I'm sorry if you're hearing a lot of trees right now. But um, so the first thing that I did is I cut out dairy instead of starting my mornings with yogurt I was now having more vegetables for breakfast so I made zucchini millet no zucchini quinoa bars um which I'm gonna have a reel coming soon so keep an eye on my instagram at eat.glutenfree with me or at eatglutenfreewithme on tiktok um and I think one thing that worked for me there was incorporating more vegetables into my breakfast so that my blood sugar doesn't spike right in the morning with having like yogurt and fruit which is high sugar so 
I decided to do the zucchini bars with um, usually like a scrambled egg or a boiled egg with microgreens and avocado with a little nutritional yeast on top. So starting my mornings off with more vegetables was really important. In addition to limiting my dairy, I did have her cheese this week. Um, it was like a hard Swiss cheese and that did not bother my stomach. But in addition to kind of limiting my dairy intake, I also limited my fruit intake. So it seems like dairy and fruit and grains are really all triggers for me. So instead of having fruit, I was just sticking to more lemons and limes and naturally sweet fruit foods like sweet potatoes, which are naturally sweet, coconut, which is also really good for your stomach. It doesn't bother me at all. It's super soothing. And lastly, I have been limiting my processed grain intake. So before I was eating a lot of pretzels and chips and little snacks, like a lot of nuts. And this week, the only nuts that I had was within those zucchini granola bars. There was like half a cup of almond butter in them, but because that was baked in, I think it didn't bother my stomach as much. And um, instead of having pretzels and chips and crackers and stuff like that, I've been really focusing on really hearty nutritional meals and sticking to my meals instead of snacking in between. Because every time I snack, it's usually something that's processed. It's not like, oh, I, I don't really like raw vegetables. One, because they don't bother my, they bother my stomach. And two, I've never really been one to eat like raw vegetables with like hummus or anything like that. So my snacks tend to be like crackers or chips or pretzels. So I kind of stopped that and I've been focusing on having grains that do sit well with me like millet and quinoa and potatoes and sweet potatoes, white potatoes, Japanese sweet potatoes are really yummy. So I've been focusing on that. I do kind of, um, rice doesn't really sit well with me as well as corn. So anything like corn based like tortilla chips, that doesn't sit well with me. So my big things were kind of eating grain-free for the most part, except for quinoa and millet. Um, reducing my sugar intake, even natural, because sugar is an inflammatory food. And limiting my dairy, which is also an inflammatory food. And also nuts are really hard on your stomach to digest. So those were kind of my four big main things. And I have been feeling absolutely amazing. Like, I cannot make this up. Seriously, <laughs> like I am really shook right now honestly so to continue what I ate for Thursday night Thursday night I had a lot of work to do I was working I had a lot of business meetings I was working probably till like eight o'clock at night so I didn't have time to make a lavish meal so that's when I resort to my frozen vegetables so I had a frozen vegetable bag of carrots green beans and corn um I know I just said corn bothers me but it only bothers me when it's like processed corn in like a in like a um chips or something like that but if it's just like real corn it doesn't bother me um and then I had frozen butternut squash if you are looking to save money on gluten-free groceries frozen foods are the way to go frozen fruit and frozen vegetables are so nutritious because they are picked and bagged at the point of harvest at their best point of at their best point of harvest meaning their nutritional value is going to be better then if something is picked, put on a truck, delivered over how many weeks, then put in the grocery store. Its nutritional value is going to be less. And frozen vegetables are obviously cheaper. And frozen fruits if you buy them in bulk. So I just think it's honestly the best way to go. So for the butternut squash, I put that in a little bowl and I put some olive oil, cinnamon, and a little pinch of brown sugar just to make those a little sweeter. And then I said that really funny. And then, and then I put the frozen vegetables in like a microwavable container and put some water in them, microwave them for five minutes. And I just had them as boiled. I like boiled vegetables. I don't know why. I think it just tastes good. And then for my protein, I had a piece of soul fish, which if you don't like fish, soul fish is absolutely amazing. It is not fishy at all. It is a white fish. It's super thin. It's super lightweight. Oh, it's delicious. So I took my piece of sole, which I got from a local grocery store, and I put olive oil, a little farmer's poultry, poultry, poultry seasoning. I think I said that right. <laughs> and then capers, tomatoes, and a little bit of lemon juice. So it was like a Mediterranean-style fish. Super yummy. And that sat well with me. I was nervous because I was eating super late at night, and I went to bed pretty close to when I ate dinner. About nine, ten, no, not nine, 
like 10 o'clock, 10.30. So I was worried it was going to like bother me if I was eating that close to bedtime. But I woke up the next morning and I felt amazing again. I like don't know what's in the air right now. I was just like, okay. So again, I woke up. Um, I went to Orange Theory on Friday. So had a little zucchini granola bar again. Went to Orange Theory, kicked my ass, and my ass was literally so sore. So that was amazing. I couldn't go this morning because I was, like, dead. And then I came back from Orange Theory, and what the heck did I eat? I don't even remember. Crap. Oh, I remember. I came back from Orange Theory, and I was literally starving. Like, I was so hungry. Like, my stomach was, like, growling. That literally never happens to me, guys. Like, I am someone who is always bloated, always inflamed, and I'm so full all the time because of it. And I was so freaking hungry. So I was like, holy shit, like, we can't shower before we eat. Like, we got to eat now. Because I was getting, like, hunger pains. I was so hungry. So I had two pieces of char gluten-free toast. Because I had been eating so low inflammatory, I was like, I think I can handle two pieces of toast. Um, so I had two pieces of gluten-free toast, two fried eggs with avocado, nutritional yeast, microgreens, and tomato on both. And... I felt fine after and I had peppermint tea, iced peppermint tea on the side because um, I'm not going to lie because I haven't been eating a lot of fruit. My stools have been a little looser and I had some diarrhea so um, my stomach was feeling a little gurgly and I was like, okay, we need some peppermint tea. Peppermint tea is really good on your digestion. If you have bloating, um, my GI doctor, he said it's scientifically proven that things with peppermint will soothe that bloating and soothe that uncomfortable stomach pain. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have a little bit of that. And yeah, I think the only thing that's kind of the only symptom that I have had from not like lessening my fruit intake is that my stools are a little bit looser now. I also had diarrhea again this morning and after I ate, so going to have to try to figure out how to help that out. I need a little bit more fiber, I think. Um, but anyways, that's all well with me. A couple hours later, I had lunch again. I realized I didn't have any protein at home, so I had to eat what my mother made, and there was another burger in the fridge. I know, you're like, damn girl, you eat a lot of burgers. I swear, I literally never eat burgers, but just just was all I had so I'm not even gonna say what the, the lunch was because I literally had it the past three days it's the burger with the romaine lettuce the pesto and a side of quinoa so that was really yummy and last night I had dinner plans to go out and I'm not gonna lie I was really nervous to go out to eat because I'd been feeling so good and obviously when you go out to eat you don't have control over what they put in your food um, I honestly am not as worried about celiac disease as I am about my IBS flare-ups, and I was nervous the food was going to have garlic and onion in it. It's really hard to go to a restaurant and be like, hi, I can't have garlic and onion, because they put it in literally everything. Um, but because I had been feeling so good and had been eating low inflammatory for the entire week, I was like, I think I'll be okay, and I'll take the risk. So I ended up going out to... A restaurant near my house and I got a piece of octopus I love octopus it is like like on my wedding day I want octopus you know it's just like so amazing and it's so good so basically it was a piece two pieces of grilled octopus over a bed of arugula with um some type of like sauteed pepper and a little bit of hummus um underneath the octopus which you kind of just dip in it. And I was like, the, the hummus is definitely going to have garlic and onion in it. But I was like, it originally came with pickled onions and I asked them to remove those just because I know onions bother me. And I actually felt absolutely amazing after the dinner. I didn't have any symptoms. I didn't have any bloating. So I think eating low inflammatory that entire day helped when I had a high inflammatory dinner. So that kind of finishes out the week of eating um today's saturday i decided to take a rest day from working out um in the morning i just had eggs and another zucchini granola bar i have to make more types than just the ones that i have but i haven't had time to all week so i've just kind of been snacking on those um but i guess my last little thing that i want to say is if you are feeling like there's no hope for you and that your symptoms are just overtaking your life and that 
you're going to be feeling sick for the rest of your life, just just remember your time will come where you don't feel that way anymore. The biggest way to make that happen is to just block everyone else, block out the outside noise, block out your mind saying that you can't do this, and take care of yourself. Take time to meal prep your food so that you have foods throughout the week that you can eat and you know are gonna sit well with you. Take time to move your body every day because that helps with your digestion. And you know, I've never heard of anyone who like takes a walk and doesn't feel better after. You know, take time to reflect on how you're feeling and how you might be able to solve those symptoms. Maybe sit down and maybe you've never been to a gastroenterologist. Sit down and research one near you so that you can get tested for maybe celiac disease, IBS or Crohn's or anything else. It's all about taking time for yourself and focusing on bettering yourself. And that's how I've been able to get to the point of where I am. Obviously, healing isn't linear. I'm sure I'm feeling great right now, but there's going to be times where I have my lows. And then there's going to be times where I'm really at my highs, like right now. But I'm not here to tell you that (laughs) this has been my life because I've been in consistent lows and I've been in consistent highs. And it's all a learning curve and it makes you so much stronger as a person. And I think it matures you as well. I think there's so many people who are like, wow, you're only 22. Like, how are you so mature? How do you know all this information? And it's because I've taken time for myself. I've taken time to reflect and I've taken time to heal myself and to know who I am and what kind of attention I need throughout the week to feel my best. And then everyone else comes second. You come first. And that's not selfish. That's the way that you help yourself. It's not selfish to take care of yourself. And if someone's telling you that, then you don't need them in in your life. It's so important to take care of yourself and not enough people do it. And I'm here to tell you that you should do it this week. And I don't think you're gonna regret it at all. I think that you'll find it empowering and you're going to feel better after. So that's what I'm gonna leave you on. As I always say, if you're not following me on Instagram or TikTok, my Instagram is at eat.glutenfreewithme and my TikTok is at eatglutenfreewithme. And I would love for you guys to leave a review on my podcast if you enjoyed this. And always DM me on Instagram if you have any podcast ideas that you want me to cover. Okay, I love you guys. I'll see you soon. Bye.